Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset, and as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. My purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the You But More Powerful podcast. My name is Rhiannon, your host, and if you've been listening for a while now, you'll know that there's been some slight hiatuses, but we are back with vengeance, and today is a really popular and common topic that I get, and it is around building shape, creating shape, building your physique, whether it be that X frame or that hourglass figure, and we're going to be discussing what you're getting wrong when it comes to creating shape. Okay, so we might be looking at that, you know, bigger in the bottom, smaller waist, that sexy back, some capped shoulders. And first things first, let's address the elephant in the room. Yes, we cannot change our genetics. Okay, so naturally, some people are going to be more proportioned in this way. As an example, I naturally have quite wider hips and I hold a lot of my weight in my glutes and my thighs. Now, before you get all excited, you know, there was a period of time before I trained and I was the stronger version of myself, I could easily refer to myself as SpongeBob SquarePants because I really didn't have a bum. It was just flat and square and I had a lot of fat and not a lot of shape to my body. Okay, so yes, genetics are going to play a part uh, about where our weight is distributed, but we can actually, you know, increase muscle mass in certain areas. We can create shape. We can create those illusions and be the best version of ourselves. So this is a reminder not to strive to be someone other than us, but just look to make the improvements that we want to in our physique. And I know it has taken me a very long time to create the smaller waist and the bigger glutes. And yes, like I said, you know, genetically, getting to that leaner version of myself, my waist does come in. And we have this conversation, myself and my partner, always, every time I start a deficit, he's like, it always goes from your midsection. However, it's always that place that you want to lose it the most that's probably going to be the last, okay? And I feel like sometimes that's just like life testing us. So before you get all excited and jumping in the comparison trap, just because, you know, one particular area starts to lean up quickly for myself and maybe that's not the case for you, the flip side is your place that you probably lean up when you're doing things and executing things correctly is probably the place that I'm losing it from last and what I'm wanting, all right? So now that we've cleared the air there, yes, genetics are going to play a part. I I could waffle on about that for ages, but I promised myself this is going to be a little bit more of a straight to the point one. So be ready, strap yourselves in. So the problem is what you think you have to do versus what you actually have to do. So you're thinking more cardio, eat less is the answer for you to create this shape. Okay. Or maybe you know that you have to strength train, but you still think eating less is going to produce the body that you want. So thinking about, you know, filling out your clothes in a certain way, having those popping glutes, having a tight midsection, dieting, losing fat, going into a fat loss phase is only ever going to reveal what you've built underneath. 
Okay, I want that to sink in. So this pursuit of being a smaller version of ourselves, do we want to be a smaller, more muscular version of ourselves? Or we just want to be a smaller version? Because going into a dieting phase is literally just peeling back what's underneath. And if you haven't spent time building muscle, you're just going to reveal a smaller version of your current body and get rid of strength training altogether and you're just trying to facilitate weight loss, let's not go down that rabbit hole, but fat loss and weight loss aren't the same thing. And if you're not aware of that, hit me in the DMs and I'll send you another podcast episode. But those things aren't the same. But if you're just pursuing weight loss and you just want to be a smaller version of you, you know, effectively, if you're just, you know, focus on scale weight, and we can go on on this tangent for ages. But if you just focus on that, you could essentially just become a smaller, flabbier version of yourself. And usually when I have these conversations with my athletes and, you know, potential clients and and consults that I have, the answer is that's not what I want to do, right? And if you're listening to this, chances are you're probably wanting to shape your physique. So remembering that going into a fat loss phase is literally just showing you what you've built underneath. So we need to spend time building that, okay? So when we think about that and what that looks like and we think, okay, fat loss phase is the answer, I want you to ask yourself, are you happy with your current proportions, okay? And if the answer is no, then start to dig a little bit deeper. If the answer is yes, then maybe that might mean, okay, you know, pursuing one route or the other. And again, I always welcome questions and conversations. If you have anything you want to discuss or chat about or you're a bit unclear, please feel free to DM me at PT with Re on Instagram. So that's PT with R-H-I, Rhiannon, myself, Re, whatever you want to call me, feel free to slide on in. But if we're thinking about our body, right, and if we naturally hold a lot of weight around our midsection and maybe just our upper body and we have smaller legs, for example, going into a fat loss phase, we're just going to have this same shape, but smaller, okay? So if we're thinking about, "Mm, we want to have, you know, the bigger legs, the smaller waist, that bigger sort of upper body region or that, you know, dense back, we're going to need to spend some time growing our lower body if this is the, you know, perceived, I'm not going to call it a weakness, but the, the muscles lagging, right? Okay. And we need to do that with fuel. So potentially, you know, seeing out maintenance phases for a much longer period of time, focusing on body recompositioning, happening at a slower rate. And, you know, as opposed to going into something like calorie surplus, but then we need to focus on like channeling some more work into the glutes and the legs and recompositioning this, right? And then so when you go to diet next, you're going to show what you've built underneath. And just a reminder, it takes hard freaking work to build muscle. And just touching on again that genetics... We don't have the genetic structure as women, as our male counterparts, okay? So it's naturally much easier for uh, women, I wish, men to build muscle than it is for women, right? So we're going to have to spend some like blood, sweat and tears, girlfriend, to get this muscle. Now, if we're talking about rates of muscle gain, if you're quite new to strength training, you might see sort of, you know, six to seven kilos. If you're going hard 365 days or 366 this year, because it's leap year, days of the year, pursuing muscle growth, like, I mean, not putting a foot wrong, right? Six or seven kilos, that's kind of like upper, you know, threshold. Then if you've been training for a period of time, it becomes harder and harder. It's like, you know, that cardiovascular fitness. The fitter you are, the harder it is to make those improvements, but the more fun that is as well. So anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another day. But if we're looking at our muscle, okay, 
when we're, you know, been training for a while, we're probably around this like two to four kilos per year. All right. Like let that sink in per year. Okay. So it's, it's not really, you know, going to just happen overnight. We need to put that work in. And this is why we want to spend time growing. Yeah, I won't even go into, you know, how much more effective that makes our fat loss phases, but just take my word for it, all right? So if we're going to be successful at creating the physique and the shape that we want, we need to make sure that we are, in fact, channeling that work into the right areas. So no amount of eating lettuce, starving yourself and doing a million and one ab workouts, contrary to what social media tries to clickbait you with, do this exercise to reduce your waist, blah, blah, blah. We can't spot reduce fat. Ab workouts aren't going to create the shape that you're after. And, you know, if you, there's there's only a certain amount that your waist is going to shrink, right? If we think about it, like I said, genetics play a part in this. There's going to be, like, we've got organs in there. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and so, you know, everyone's going to have a different amount, but there's only so small it can get. But this is where we can start to create more illusions with, you know, our upper body, our lower body, and create the appearance of a smaller waist as well. So really letting that sink in and understanding that if you're wanting to create shape to your physique, what you really need to do is build muscle, okay? Building quality muscle that takes time, it takes the right effort, it takes hard work. So you're going to need the right program. Thinking about it, like we spoke, have you got super developed quads but struggling in the glutes and hamstring region? Cool. Maybe you need a program that is less focused on just overall in general and maybe focusing and channeling your work into those areas. And this is why following generic programs, maybe for a period of time, might help you get kickstarted. But if you're trying to make some serious gains and like a streamlined approach to your results, and I don't know about you, but time is precious. And the older that I get, the more I realize how valuable this our time on earth is. Anyway, that's a, that's a, another topic for another day as well. But Thinking about that, you know, we're going to need to have that right program that's getting us the result that we want. And we're going to need to have the right fuel and the right sustenance. And if we're following on about like our our food, thinking about the muscle and strength pyramid by Eric Helms, you know, the things in order of hierarchy and what's the most priority. And again, my style of coaching is meeting the person with where they're at, their current experience, their current lifestyle, their current goals and aims, and then taking them to where they want to go. So there's no one size fits all here. So I'm not going to give you a formula of you must do this and you must do this. That's a red flag in my opinion. Yes, there are the fundamental protocols and the fundamental principles, but there are multiple different ways that we can facilitate these things. And we also really do, you know, from a sports nutrition background, we really need to take in consideration the client or the person in front of us, their nutritional literacy. But anyway, maybe I should talk about that on another episode as well. I feel like I get so many little rabbit holes I could go down and then probably need to go back and listen to some of these and go, okay, I'll do a podcast episode on that. But If you have any suggestions on what you'd like me to talk about, please send them through on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys Um, and also just what you're enjoying about the podcast and, yeah, what you'd like to hear more of because I enjoy creating these, but I want to make sure that they're valuable to you as well. Anyway, going back to spending time building and eating and fueling, I always, you know, remind myself and others as well that today's fuel fuels tomorrow's workout and tomorrow's workout fuels our future results and our future body. So thinking about that and adopting that fuel mindset and you're going to need to spend time eating and building. 
building your glutes or building a particular muscle group doesn't come through calorie restriction. You're not going to be putting on mass amounts of muscle in a fat loss phase. So if you've been never-ending dieting, it stops here. And if you do need a little bit more advice and help and maybe hearing from, you know, one of the girls from the Glow Up on her experience, I'll leave a episode link below where I discuss with Ellie about her growth phase and removing that chokehold of being in that fat loss phase forever. So go and have a listen to that if you need a little bit more info. But some of the common mistakes I see when people are trying to create this shape and then they just think, oh, I'm just going to diet because that's the way that it works. It's like you're just going to have your same body, just smaller. And so some of those common mistakes are obviously not fueling correctly, not training properly. And when I say training properly, this is correct form. And remember, you don't know what you don't know. That's half the job. I go in you know, and have form reviews and make sure that my clients are training with correct form and achieving their full range of motion and working the muscle groups in the way that they should, using their time effectively, essentially. But it's also not having the right program. Like I mentioned before, if you're all quads, no glutes, and you're trying to build your glutes, we're not going to get you be doing a million and one different quad exercises, are we? We need to make sure it's specific to you and the result that you want. And then learning actually how to train with the right intensity. And again, maybe you guys want to go and have a listen to getting results in your training. I have a podcast episode on that. But there's some of the things like really just constantly trying to diet and not quite structuring their training in the right way. That never-ending dieting phase, though, that's that's the big killer. And the thing is, like dieting, you want to get in and you want to get out. You want to have a start and an end date to your fat loss phase. If you just tried to lose fat forever, you'd eventually be dead, right? So we we do need, and, and as females, we need a higher amount of body fat than our male counterparts. Keep talking about genetics. You guys are probably going to get over it, but <laughs> we do. So knowing that and knowing that we aren't just going to diet and be in a fat loss phase forever, we want a start date. We want an end date. And what you're trying to do is make sure that you can hold on to as much muscle tissue as you can. And being in an energy deficient state isn't the most optimal to trying to either maintain or grow muscle mass, right? So we don't want to be there forever because I just told you before, it's so damn hard to get this quality muscle, right? For some people, they're naturally going to hold on to a bit more muscle mass and fat mass. Others might grow muscle really easy and stay lean quite easily. And some are going to really struggle. Different body types are going to be different things. But that's why a one-size-fits-all approach isn't going to be the answer, okay? So being in that energy deficient state isn't the most optimal for strength, muscle building, muscle maintenance, all that kind of stuff. So we want to get in, we want to get out, but we want to remember that going into a fat loss phase just gives you a smaller version than you currently are now. So if you're not currently happy with your shape, we need to work on that, right? And again, I do have a framework to decide whether a fat loss phase, a maintenance phase, or a growth phase is the most optimal way and path moving forward for you. So if you do want a copy of that framework, please just reach out in the DMs. It will give you a bit of an understanding on which path you may or may not take, give you some questions and things to fill out. But I'm going to leave quite a few resources in the show notes below. There's a lot there. There's a glute guide that's going to help you. There's going to be a link to a previous episode. Actually, I might leave one or two. And then if you heard anything in here you want to elaborate or expand on, please reach out at PT with Re. But I do hope that this has been really helpful. Hopefully it's nice and short, shorter than my usual ones. I'm trying to be a little bit more to the point. So keen to hear on how you enjoy it. And if you're thinking about, you know what, 
I'm going to read all the resources. I'm going to do all the things, but I really just want a streamlined path to this body of my dreams and quit wasting time and actually execute and get results. I do currently have coaching spots available inside of my Glow Up Coaching, and you'll find the application form as well in the show notes below. So do not wait. If you've been thinking about it, this is your sign. Head on in there. I'll be in touch and see if we are a good fit. And until the next episode, I will see you guys there. Thank you for listening to the You But More Powerful podcast. If you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible, you'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode. If you loved today's, I would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you but more powerful underscore podcast on Instagram. See you guys in the next episode.